Hi guys, welcome back to What is Holding You Back, the podcast which will help you understand your true potential and purpose in life. And we are back with another episode for you, which we are super thrilled about. So today's topic is very interesting as it's all about finding your true purpose in the world. We all struggle with this and we realize that at some point we are made for something more than the normal jobs that we do each day. Or we realize that some other career gives us more happiness. It is so important to chase our dreams. It makes us feel alive and makes our lives more meaningful. I love this quote from The Alchemist. It's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. When we tell ourselves that our, that our dreams are possible, all we have to do is give it a give it all of a give it give it our all and visualize them, visualize those dreams and make them true. If you can dream it, then you can definitely achieve it. The, the calling in our heart is there for a reason. In The Alchemist, it also says, and when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. I love this quote, as the universe will help you. If you really, really want something, it will all start manifesting for you, but it only, it, but it only will start if you really believe in it. Amazing quote, Anusha. I totally agree with what she said. We are honored and privileged to be doing this episode with this amazing guest. He is a true example of someone who went after finding his true purpose and turned into a meaningful brand. Our guest studied engineering, very smart, at university. <laughs> after, after being at his nine to five job, he discovered it's not meaningful. So he decided to work on his passion and dream project. He found out there was a gap in the market for having personalized jewelry while trying to find a gift for his wife very exciting and turned and turned this problem into the worldwide brand called Zudo in 2018. Zudo is a jewelry range of culturally inspired baby bear accessories and also has launched Zudo Kids and Zudo Home. Uh, this brand has become more of a community with having several collaborative pieces with nonprofit organization addressing current issues. Without waiting more, let's introduce the founder of Zudo, Ibrahim Nadim. We are super grateful and honored to have you with us today. Oh man, thank you so much, guys. That was a that was an incredible intro, uh, you know, introduction. So I really appreciate it, and thank you for the opportunity. I'm very excited for this. No, thank you so much. I think it's I think it's mine and Arslan's dream that to have you. So that's amazing. So let's not um, wait more. So the first question that we would like you to, we would like to ask you is, um, can you tell us a bit more about Zudo and what was your main why behind starting it? Yeah, absolutely. So Zudo, uh, you know, is a culturally inspired, uh, meaningful accessories jewelry company, um, and you know, the whole purpose of Zudo is to, you know create these pieces that allow individuals to really represent their roots, their beliefs, their culture. And we started back in 2018. And the idea for Zudo actually came when, you know, I proposed back, you know, uh, to my now wife, Zunera Zuni. And, uh, you know, after proposing to her, I tried finding a gift for her. I uh, went to a couple of jewelry shops. I, as you know, I still remember going to like, you know, two, three jewelry shops, couldn't really find anything that she would find meaningful that she would really be, uh, you know, interested in. Um, a lot of the jewelry from 
you know, the, the, so a lot of the joy that I found in these stories was something that she wouldn't really relate to. And then just looking at our, you know, Pakistani heritage, a lot of the joy from there is very like, you know, it's kind of bulky. It's not very minimalistic. It's not for everyday wear. And I'm not saying, you know, it's bad, but it just wasn't my wife's style. So I ended up designing like a name necklace for her. And it was like Ibrahim Zunera, and she absolutely loved it. And then from there, it was something kind of just sparked. I'm like, wait, there might be, you know, a need for this in the market. And from there, you know, that's when we kind of just decided to go all in. And that's, you know, how Zudo was born. I love that. I love that. And I really, really like this brand, especially because I'm so into jewelry. So, and I actually love the fact that you took your culture as your strength. Because some Absolutely. people are like, you know, they don't like to um, use their culture as a strength. They're like, oh, I, I'm a bit ashamed of it. But you use it, especially like Arabic, you use it to enhance. And now like so, there's so many brands, I think they're probably like, you know, got inspired by you. So mm -hmm. there's so many brands similar to it. So I'm so glad that you, you gave birth to Zudo. I think it's an amazing brand with all the, all, you know, and it also gives you a sense of identity because, it uses our culture so you know we don't forget where we are originally from so, and I actually love that absolutely absolutely I think it has a cultural fit as well and as a, if, if anyone is looking to propose anything yeah absolutely and I think you know just living in the west right it's like um, you go to the mall, you'll see name necklaces with like, you know, English names, but you'll never see anything, you know, with Ibrahim or uh, Anusha or anything. Right. So for us, it's like a way for us to represent ourselves in the West. And I definitely felt like that was lacking. So that's where Zuda really comes in to fill that need. And now it's like, hey, I'm able to wear like a Pakistan map necklace and actually go out and people are like, oh, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's Pakistan. You know, that's my home country. So um, definitely love that aspect of being able to represent myself in the West. So. I love that and also like, I can completely relate because I actually went to a shop recently to find my friend a gift and it was all names all different names could not see like any you know any name yeah. my name or her name so, so absolutely right and Pakistan for example has a very negative image in the west right so I think brand like yours can kind of promote positivity about the country mm -hmm. and really raise awareness they you know what Pakistan is not Pakistan and also the you know eastern culture is not all about what you think it's mm -hmm. about peace it's about you know what you promote so I think that's 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 incredible absolutely thank you appreciate it yeah no problem so the next question we wanted to ask you is that how did you find out that your purpose on this planet wasn't to just to do your engineering nine-to-five job uh yeah good question so um, you know, when when I was in school, for me, you know, I think school was a way for me to, you know, go and support my family. And, you know, back in 2013, my dad passed away and I needed to find a way to be the, be the breadwinner of my house. And for me, you know, engineering seemed like a good option. My dad was an engineer. My grandpa was an engineer. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna also going to do engineering. Went to school. Absolutely loved it. You know, I thought I was going to work my way up, you know, in a company. I had a couple of dream companies I wanted to work in. And, um, you know, throughout school, I was like, hey, this is, you know, for me, it was like this, this was it, right? And when I actually got into the work field and actually started working as an engineer, it was completely different than what I had ever expected. Um, you know, it just, I, you know, I would go to work. I would, I would dread it. Wasn't really passionate about it. You know, I had that tough time getting up in the morning, driving to work. And even though, you know, Hamda, my work was great and 
it wasn't like I was working 24-7, whatever it may have been. It was flexible and I had that freedom, but I just wasn't passionate about it, right? So even though I was making great money, it just wasn't worth it for me. And that's when I realized I'm like, hey, look, I don't see myself doing this for the next 30, 40 years. And aside from that, my coworkers, right? When I first joined the company, all my coworkers were, you know, a lot older um, and the uh, my immediate team members had been at the company for about 30, 40 years. And, you know, they would tell me, you know, they drive to work two hours every single day and just hearing kind of their story and just talking to them made me kind of like reaffirm the fact that, Hey, you know what? I don't see myself here. And um, honestly, from at that point, I was like, Hey, there has to be more to life than just doing the same, you know, what I'm currently doing for the next 40 years. So at that point, I just realized like, Hey, this wasn't for me. And that's when I kind of made the decision that I'm going to do, try to do something on my own that, you know, I'm actually passionate, happy about. So I think I agree with you, Abraham. Um, you know, nine to five job, you always search for something more. Like I think same is happening with me. I've got a, I've got a, jo- I, I have a job, and I, but I always look for something more, something greater than like what I'm doing, which is serving the world. And that's why I do a lot of community work because it makes me, you know, gives me inner happiness that I can't find anywhere else. Like to see other people happy and bringing, you know, making an impact in their life is is the true happiness that we all seek for. I think. I know, like the job, I don't know, doesn't just not, doesn't, is not able to give you that fully, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So I also feel like, you know, I'm not, um, I think another important thing is like with, with a job, I feel like for me, that was just the case, but I feel like there are jobs out there where people are very passionate about it. And I think that's perfectly fine too, right? So I don't think everyone should be under the impression that, oh, I need to start my own business. Sometimes it's actually better to just stick, stay at a job, but find something you're actually really passionate about. And that job will, you know, give you that, give you that fulfillment. So I think that's also very important because running a business between what people assume, like people think, you know, what running a business is versus actually running a business, it's like day and night, right? And when you actually start a business, when you're actually in it and trying to scale, the stress, the amount of work it actually takes is actually a lot. So, you know, you'd kind of trade in your nine to five for a 24 seven. And I don't think a lot of people are kind of you know prepared for that. So I think it's very important. People just have that understanding before they really get into it and quit their job or anything no I completely agree I meant like you have to be truly passionate if you're going into something absolutely like you should be truly fully into it not just like oh yeah yeah let's just quit yeah. our job today <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly absolutely okay so the next question which actually relates to what you were talking about is what were your first steps to starting your brand and how did you balance your nine-to-five while still working on your passion project uh yeah good question so when I guess, uh, you know, after we realized, hey, there might be an opportunity, the first thing we did was just learn how to actually design jewelry, how to find manufacturers. So that was the initial step. Like, you know, let's go, let's go find manufacturers. Let's go uh, design a couple of pieces of jewelry. We also, you know, didn't have enough money. So we started very, very, very small. Uh, we started out with about two to three pieces, if I remember correctly. And uh, the first step was, you know, getting like some gift boxes, getting a couple pieces of jewelry design. And it was essentially just testing the market, testing the product with this idea that we had just to validate the idea. Right. So we started very small, very low risk, uh, started testing the market. Once we kind of got like, I think a couple sales were like, OK, wait, there might be something. So then, you know, we started investing a little bit more and then we kind of just went from there because, you know, again, it was my first ever business. So just it was my first ever time in this business world. So I wasn't really sure what I was doing. So it was about testing the market um, and just kind of validating the idea. I think that was the first step. 
Um, aside from that, I was always learning because just within e-commerce, there's, you know, 15 to 20 different departments, you know, finances, marketing, ads, emails, there's just so much, right? So it was learning a little bit about every single one of them and trying to implement one at a time into the business itself. And then in terms of balancing my nine to five with, um, you know, with, uh, with a side hustle, with the side business, it was, it was definitely very tough. I'm not going to lie. I think the, for me, I personally had to give up my social life. I, you know, was working nine to five and then I would, as soon as I was done, done my nine to five, it would be like five to like 1am every single day. I'd be working on my side business. Right. And on the weekends, it was literally eight to like eight to 1am, like 16 hours. And in the, in the beginning, that's fine. I don't recommend that to everyone just because, you know, you give up your friends, you give up your social life. It's not healthy. But for me, it was definitely needed just because that was the only, you know, I was, I was definitely obsessed. And for me, that was the only thing, you know, I had to look kind of, uh, that I was kind of doing. So, um, yeah, so for me, it was like nine to five and then, uh, five to one, but then I also, um, you know, I ended up switching jobs. And what I did was I got an office space right next to my job. So during lunch, I would actually go to the small office space. It was a hundred square foot. But what it did was it allowed me to, you know, go to uh, during my lunch hours, go for about 30, 45 minutes and just work on the business. And then right after work, instead of sitting in traffic for like an hour, because, you know, going from my work to my house was about 30, 40 minutes, but during rush hour traffic, it was about an hour. So instead of, um, you know, sitting in traffic, I just went to the office space. And this actually forced me to get working on the business instead of sitting in traffic for an hour. By the time I got home, I'd be tired. And then, you know, start working. So this kind of just forced me and I did that for about six months. And that completely changed my life. So it was a it was a good investment. And it worked out. So that's something that I did just to like balance it. I think that's called true passion. I think that true passion, true commitment, like, you know, when I said you have to go all in, I think you went completely all in, like you get completely obsessed with the idea. And you know, the quote at the beginning, like beginning, like if you really want something, the universe conspires for it to come together. And I think that's what, that's what happened with you. Um, and that's the first step you have to always do it as you, as you brilliantly said, like you have to validate it. You can't just, you know, go a whole scale with full risk idea. You have to, you know, start mm-hmm. small scale. And because with the amount of finances you have, you have to start small to see do people actually like your idea or not before going there otherwise you know you don't want to lose your finance and for your job there's so many factors you have to consider so I think you played it safe and that's how you should approach anything right absolutely I think as I say that you burned your boat that's the only <laughs> absolutely that you had was- and I think it's very inspiring because you know everyone like me as well everyone dreams of starting a business mm-hmm. but it is not that easy you don't really you only see the you know the the gloomy side of it but you don't really see you know this you know the the struggles that yeah, that you go through um so i think it's very important to appreciate that and i think it's very important to understand that um consistency i think is very important yeah. because i think you said the fact that for six months you were you know you know you 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 were doing that i think i think you said briefly um yeah. i think it's it's very important to be kind of very consistent uh, and really believe as well. I think you probably had a lot of faith that, you know, faith also plays a very important role that, you know, a lot of people will stop believing in you, but I think you should always believe in yourself that doesn't matter what happens, I will make it happen. Absolutely. So- and I think um, for me, like, it was um, so June 2018 is when Zudo started. And then exactly a year later is when I literally walked out of my nine to five. And I was, you know, 
uh, you know, just like you said, it burnt the boats. I had to, you know, just jumped off the bridge and I had no other choice but to make it work. So that was kind of like my mentality. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, I actually quit a month right before my wedding. So that was even scarier. Don't recommend that either, but uh, quit a month before. And for me, it was like, okay, this is it. Like, I have to make it work. I have no other choice but to make it work because, you know, like, when I had my nine to five, right, there were days when I just didn't feel like doing anything, right? It's not like every single day I was like doing, there were definitely days where you just, you're burnt out, you don't want to do it. And you're like, man, is it worth it? You know, you got to have faith in yourself. You got to understand that the, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that you will get to the end of the tunnel. So I think just having that belief is very important, but um, yeah, just bur burning all bridges and not having an option B. I think that's the most important thing for me. It was, you know, my nine to five job kept me comfortable. And if I, you know, Zuda didn't work, it was okay because I had my nine to five. But for me, it was like, okay, I can't have an option B. So I think quitting for me was definitely, you know, an important thing, scary, but important for sure. Amazing. And I, and I, and I saw in your Instagram stories as well that you use visualizing technique a lot as well. You used to visualize like quitting your job and yeah. And if you do that and you start to manifest it right it, it, it all Absolutely. works i think the law of attraction and everything it all works like if you put i think i saw it as well i think you you put it as your goal right in your book that you wanted to yeah. quit, quit your job by a certain day and you did it earlier than that actually Absolutely. I think uh, I'm actually a very big believer in meditation. I actually meditate every single day, completely changed my life. Um, you know, every single day, about 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. And part of that is just visualizing the goals. So when I was in my nine to five job, I literally planned my, uh, you know, uh, me quitting my job and the way I would walk to my boss and give him my letter. And then when I would walk out of the doors and I like, I literally played that in my head every single day for a year. And when it actually happened, I made sure it happened the same exact way as I was playing in my head. So I think that's very important, the law of attraction. And then you just working towards your goals and everything just works together and, you know, works it works for you. If but you when you realize, they say, right, your brain doesn't know the difference between what it, you know, when you, what you visualize yeah. the reality. And I've done that many times as well. I think it, yeah. it, it all works for meditation. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Let's move to the next question. <laughs> uh, when, uh, so the next question for you is, I think it's quite related to the first one. So when do you know it's the right time to quit your normal job and fully focus on your business slash profession? I think you covered it briefly, but maybe you can explain further. Um, yeah. So for me, I think it was uh, the most important thing was just understanding that um, I came to a point where I kind of felt like my job was holding me back you know, uh, nine to five was very difficult to do a lot of the things, a lot of the plans I had, um, a lot of the tasks that we had. So for me, it was just, hey, this job is holding me back from doing all of these tasks. And I needed to just kind of give more focus to Zoodle. I kind of validated the idea, you know, over the span of a year. And I just pretty much realized like, hey, one, I'm not happy Two, I can't grow the business any further. And as soon as I realized that I decided to quit. Um, I also think it's important to have like some, you know, financial goals as well. Like, Hey, how much money do I need uh, to be earning from the business? How much money do I need for the next three months, six months and having those savings and uh, financial goals as well. So I think once you have all that in place, um, that's kind of when I decided it was the right time for me to quit. Oh, amazing amazing i think it's very important to validate the idea first as well right determine the problem first as to what the problem is as you did uh, and then you know uh, validate it and do maybe a, a proof of concept or something like that that you did as well i think that's very important to start off and then uh, you know you can decide to kind of quit your job because you are you, you cannot be 100 percent sure in business um but at least you can be like 
50% sure that, you know, it, it might work out. Um, so, so yeah. I also, I also recommend if you can like, you know, now that I've been, you know, uh, self-employed for the past two years now, it's been two years since I quit. I actually recommend keeping that job for as long as possible Mm -hmm. until you absolutely feel like you need to quit because, you know, once you quit, you don't have that additional cash flow from your job to help fund the businesses because in the beginning it was literally just putting all the money from the business back into the business. And that allows you to exponentially increase. But as soon as you quit, you have to start taking money out to, you know, support yourself. So that decreases the cash flow. So you just got to keep that into mind. And that's something, you know, I would do differently. So um, yeah, just a little bit of advice there. No, I love that. I think it's all about like playing it safe, I think. And you have to, in order to, you know, live a life according to it and also like follow your dreams and, you know, just a yeah. balanced thing you have to play safe. So I think exactly yeah, that's great advice, Ibrahim. So the next question that we want to ask you is what are the key challenges you encountered when you started the brand and how did you overcome them? Um, okay, so I would say when we initially started, I think, you know, since it was my first ever business, I think it was a lot of, it was very overwhelming just having a million different tasks, a million different departments, and trying to understand how to efficiently, you know, um, operate all of them. But I think, um, so just being very overwhelmed, but I think a part of that was, uh, like, one thing I'm really, um, I, I would say, like, one thing that was very helpful was actually just getting on, like, a project management task tool. So we currently use a tool called ClickUp, and it's actually our project management tool so you know in there we can put uh, tasks we can put due dates uh etc so i think just getting that uh basically doing like a brain dump of all the different ideas we had all the different things we had to do into like a project management tool so that you could visually see hey you know what today i'm going to work on this tomorrow i'm going to work on this in one month i'm going to work on this so just kind of having uh a centralized place for all your ideas and tasks was very important so i highly recommend everyone do that um i would also say another um difficult thing was just money to fund inventory so one thing we actually did in the beginning was we did a lot of pre-orders so we launched a product we got very low quantities i remember we got like 50 quantities for a necklace and we did pre-orders and we literally wrote hey this will ship in about three to four weeks so we did pre-orders we advertised we got the we got sales we sold out of pre-orders um and then we took that money bought the inventory and then once we got the inventory we shipped it to the customers and the next time we did 100 100 pieces pre-order and then we did a 150 and then we did like 200 250 and we just kind of worked uh you know we did about five six months of pre-orders just because we didn't have money so that was you know that was very helpful to us in terms of cash flow so that was uh, you know i highly recommend doing pre-orders if you can um as long as you're communicating with the customers that's going to take you know three to four weeks i think it's very important um and yeah, so I think it's just understanding how all the different departments work um, as a whole and how they all work together. So I think that's important. And another thing I highly recommend is uh, systemizing and documenting every single thing that you're doing. So if it's something that you're going to have to do twice, I, I recommend you just write it down. So that way you have systems and documentation for every single thing in the department because, you know, you're essentially creating like a machine that the goal is that this machine can work without you. And the only way to do that is to systemize and document every single process that you do in the business. So that's, you know, things I've learned along the way, but I think that, you know, so highly recommend anyone do that too. But yeah, aside from that was the inventory and the financing and stuff. Yeah. No, I love that. And did you find at any point that you thought it was like really, really hard and I'm giving up on it? Did you find that at any you know, situation and how did you overcome? Very interesting too. Like, you know, I think everyone goes through that, right? 
Yeah, all, all the time, all the time, especially like in the beginning, I remember like, you know, so we were running the business out of my little bedroom in my apartment and my mom would see me working all day, every day. And we would be getting like zero orders a day, you know, and my mom was like, hey, did you get any orders? today?" I'm like, oh, you know, mama, you know, just just give me just give me a day. It's going to come. It's it's going to happen. You know, so um, I remember how difficult it was because I'm like, man, am I crazy? You know, I'm working all this time and I'm getting no results. Right. Is it even worth it? And um. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I think we just kept trying. We just kept pushing. And I, I remember like, you know, it was, we tried different ads techniques or we tried influencer marketing and, you know, we would have issues and it wouldn't work, but we just kept going because I think it was this belief that it will happen. And I remember it was this one day where we got a purchase from this girl I used to go to school with. And she, at this point, no one knew that Zudo was ours. So when we first started, we actually didn't tell anyone because we didn't want like everyone to be like, oh, this is so cool. And then you get this false sense of like gratification and that, you know, you're actually doing something because uh, false sense of achievement, right? So when you start like a business, um, for example, you might tell people, oh, hey, I started a business or I'm doing this. And then that individual might be like, oh, hey, that's really cool. Good for you. And then you might believe that, hey, I I'm doing like, you know, you're accomplishing something, whereas you're still in the early stages. So in order to avoid that, we just didn't tell anyone. So we kept it very low key. And I remember we were, you know, we did some advertising or whatever, and we ended up getting a sale from someone who I went to school with and she didn't know Zudo was like, we were, you know, uh, Zudo was us. And um, I think just seeing that we got a sale from someone that didn't know Zudo was ours really gave us more belief you know, that, hey, you know what, there is something here and it can work. And I think we just kind of had, you know, um, different milestones. And I think those just kept pushing us. So uh, it was definitely very difficult, but just we just kept going. So, yeah, don't, don't ever stop because you're just a little bit away from, you know, just hitting that next goal, whatever you want. No, I love that. Yeah. And you know what? It's all about consistency. Keep going. And yeah, it's yeah. about keep going. You can't you can't give up on something that you really, really want, right? Otherwise, it would never work. So that, that's the key, I think. Exactly. And it's very easy to say not give up. But, you know, sometimes there yeah. are days where you feel that, you know, why am I doing this? Things are not working out. But I think, yeah. as you said, that it's very important to have faith. Um, faith is, like, very, very key to success. Uh, because, you know, if things doesn't work out, then, you know, a lot of people will say to you that, you know, why are you doing this in the first place? And that can really demoralize you and, you know, and make you feel that, you know, it's not for me, but I'm glad that you continued. And I think you pretty inspired me as well that, you know what, it's, it's, it's important to start, but it's also important to be consistent. Results won't really, you know, appear straight away. Yeah. It will, it yeah. will take time and time yeah. and time. For example, like simple example is like, for example, when we see a model on, on a, a, a fitness model on Instagram, um, we, you know, we say, you know, we want a body like him, but you know, yeah. this guy have taken 10 years to, to build that. So yeah. it's, yeah. you know, if you only see the, the happy side, but we never see, you know, the sacrifices that a person make to have that body or have a business. Yeah. And it's all about the journey, right? I was meant to say yeah. that, um, that it's all about the journey, like, we can't expect success straight away. And that's what a lot of people like give up straight away, like because they don't see the results. But as you said, you have to keep going because, you know, all the downfalls makes the, you know, I'm sure like if you got the results straight away, it wouldn't be, this brand wouldn't be that meaningful because yeah. you've gone through so many downfalls. Now you're like, yeah, like I've gone through so much and that makes me so happy that, it, you know, the journey is, makes it worthwhile, I think. 
Absolutely. I think it's just laying down the bricks every single day, just having that consistency. And then also, I would say it's like surrounding yourself with a right group of people. I think that's important. I was fortunate enough where, you know, a couple, I I came across people along the journey who were also in, you know, trying to, you know, start up their businesses and just being around those people and seeing that, hey, I'm not the only one struggling. I think that's important. And also another thing I would say is realizing that if someone else can do it, you can also do it. And I think that's always been a belief of mine. Like, hey, if this person can do it, I can do it. And, you know, I think it's a matter of just how it's not, you know, if I can do it, I can do it, but just, you know, you just got to figure out how, and you just got to keep trying and you'll, you will fail, but you just got to keep trying different things because um, something will eventually work. Absolutely. And another important thing is the process makes you, for example, mm-hmm. if we take the Zudo away from you today, you know exactly how to make <laughs> another Zudo. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. It, yep. it's, it's just a process that kind of makes you um and you know uh, transforms your personality and makes you become a better person i think that played mm-hmm. an important role as well so moving away question. <laughs> so what what advice would you give to someone listening to listening who would who wants to follow their dreams but just don't believe in their dreams um okay so i think um i would say <sighs> I think the most important thing is just making a step-by-step plan and just realizing that, hey, it will change along the way. But I think it's important to just get your all your thoughts and brain dump on a piece of paper and writing down all the to-dos you have and, um, you know, just kind of checking, like, you know, doing a task at a, a task a day, whatever it may be. But I think the most important thing is just making that consistent progress. Um, I think a vision board is very important because it allows you to visualize daily. Hey, you know, this is what I want to achieve. And just you look at it every single day in the morning and it just kind of gives you that, um, you know, it just kind of builds up that momentum uh, to continue progressing towards your goals. Um, I would also say don't ever wait for like an idea to be perfect. Uh, There is no such thing as like a perfect idea, especially like when I think about, you know, when Zudo started and where we are now versus today like honestly if you go back to the zudo uh instagram photos it was you know my wife and i taking photos on like you know on a table you know so we've we've progressed a lot i would say just um just take it one day at a time uh no there's no perfect idea um people you know if you fail you can still pivot and you know, your dreams or your ideas might change, but I think the key, the most important thing is just to keep going and making consistent progress and um, don't be afraid to fail. I mean, you're, you're going to fail along the way and you're going to fail a lot actually. And failure is probably one of the best things because you're going to learn what not to do. So I think, you know, failing is actually a really good thing. So um, yeah, just, I would say just keep making consistent progress and uh, just do one thing at a time. You know, it's a marathon, it's on a sprint. So just take your time. And um, yeah, I would just say consistent consistency is the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. And keep failing because failing is very important because it teaches uh, what not to do. And with every single failure, you become stronger, you become you, you you learn a lot more. So I think it's important to learn from your failures and, uh, and move on. Absolutely. Perfect. So the next, um, the next question that we want to ask, so what's the best part of having a brand, which is so meaningful to you and others around you? Um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, one thing I'm very proud of is, you know, being able to provide individuals with a way to represent, you know, their beliefs, their roots, their cultures. But aside from that, you know, you know, Zudo is not just 
a jewelry company, we also have an amazing mission, which is to raise awareness on mental health and sexual violence. So that's something I'm very proud of. You know, we've been able to really support and raise money for these individual causes. And, you know, especially mental health, it's very, very close to me. It's very important to me. So being able to support individuals, you know, uh, within uh, just being able to support those causes is very important. Um, I'm also very proud of uh, some of our very unique pieces, I would say like, you know, uh, our handwriting collection where we can literally take any handwriting and put it onto a piece of necklace. So, you know, my dad passed away in 2013. So one thing I was able to do was take my dad's signature, make it into a necklace and give it to my mom on her birthday. And she just absolutely loved it. So, you know, being able to do that and give a piece of my dad back, a piece of my dad back to my mom was, uh, it was just, it, it's just so special. And, you know, we get customers who also, you know, send us their stories or get that piece for similar reasons. So just being able to see those messages and how thankful people are, I think that's very, uh, you know, it's very satisfying and it just feels so good. Um, aside from that, I think it's just, you know, having this idea that was once in your head, starting in a small little bedroom, uh, and with just a laptop, honestly, right? It was just a laptop and a dream and being able to take that idea and just working towards it and making it something bigger than yourself. I think that's, you know, I think that's very, um, for me, it's like, it's, it's just, it's amazing just seeing that and um, the impact that we've been able to have on just people around the world. So uh, seeing people wear Zudo, I've ran across people, you know, in public wearing Zudo and just seeing that, I just, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to explain, but it's very like impactful. So I would say those, those are some, you know, some of the things that really stand out. That's brilliant. Like, like you just don't know like how many people you're impacting and that's the best part, especially the handwriting piece. I know I love yeah. personalized gifts and I, I love doing, giving that to certain people because that makes sense, especially, you know, you can get them expensively, but you know, the meaningful gifts are, which you put thought to, and especially the handwriting piece. And then that's yeah. so special. Um, and mental health is also really close to my heart um, because I've gone through some challenges. And so, you know, raising issues according to that is like, it's amazing. Like you're not just, you know, you're not just doing it for the sake of the brand, you're doing it to address the current issues the youth is going through. And like, you know, you, as I said before in our, in our introduction, it's all about you building a community rather than a brand. Absolutely. I think that's a very important part. And that's why it's really meaningful to you and others around you. Absolutely. And I think what you have done is that you have attached people's personal stories and identity to a piece of jewelry. And I think that's quite, that's, that's really, really powerful. And when you spoke about like, you know, uh, your dad's signature on, on that piece of jewelry and giving that to your mom, I think that really touched my heart because, you know, it, it, it just explains the fact that how much power a piece of jewelry can have. Um, yeah. it's, it's quite, it's quite impactful. And I think now Zudo is not only your brand, I think it has, it has become other people's brand too, uh, because they are kind of, you know, identifying themselves to that particular yeah brand so it's quite powerful yeah no absolutely absolutely so yeah it's just it's just amazing to see like what you can really do you know with an idea if you just continue to work towards it you know so exactly exactly and it's not all about like you know when people think about starting a business they think about money and money yeah. is not the driving force it's about mm -hmm. you know leaving an impact like you know making a yeah. making a difference i think i think if you do that money follows i believe That's absolutely what, yeah yeah if you, if you provide value i think which is very important value equals awareness which will relate to sales so i think 
the most important thing is can you provide value and if you can provide value at scale to as many individuals as possible that's you know you'll make money that way too so you're, you're 100 right so the last question uh maybe one of the last uh, question i wanted to ask is what was holding you back before starting your brand uh <laughs> um procrastination 100 so i i still remember where um it was march of 2018 um, I remember, you know, so before Zero, I was like dabbling into e-commerce, trying to like learn about it, right? So I was like trying to understand what to do, trying to just figure it out. But I just, you know, didn't have an idea and I was kind of just procrastinating on even sitting down and trying to come up with something. And I remember I was watching a show on Netflix uh, on Netflix, and I spent the entire month just binge watching the show. But during one episode, I don't know what it was. I'm laying down and I'm like, what am I doing? Right. I, I, like I had this, it was, I was re- reflecting to myself. I'm like, what am I doing right now? Right. I'm not happy with my job, but I'm also just sitting here watching Netflix for this entire month. Right. And I, I literally took that momentum that I had and immediately started finding suppliers for like a gift box. I just, I remember this because I was like, Hey, I need to find a gift box because, uh, you know, we just, we want to get we just wanted to start Zuda or something. So I was like, all right, let me, let me just go start finding suppliers. So I took that initial momentum from my reflection and immediately started finding suppliers. And, um, you know, we were able to find suppliers and, you know, that's how we were able to start Zuda, but it was definitely procrastination and just not really moving on my ideas and just pushing it off and waiting for everything to be perfect. So um, definitely, definitely procrastination. Exactly. Because, it happens to me as well that, you know, sometimes you just don't take that first step or take the action because it's very easy to kind of come up with, you know, fancy goals and stuff. But if you don't no. take action, uh, you yeah. want to fulfill them. So I think it's it's really inspiring to me, Abraham. So I think your story is quite commendable that, you know, it's very important to take that first step. Otherwise, if you don't, then, then when you'll be laying in your... Uh, when you when when you were taking your last breath, you regret the fact that you know, I should have done that. You know, I should have started. Yeah. I should have done this. So it's yeah, yeah. That's 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 the most important thing of taking that first. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then. T- yeah, just taking that first step when you have that momentum, I think is something I've learned where, you know, if I have an idea, act on it right away. Because if you hold, you know, if you wait too long, then that idea kind of dies and then, you know, it just kind of fades away. So this is something I've learned, uh, you know, over the past few years. No, definitely. I think procrastination is the biggest killer of dreams, um, I would say. Like, you know, you would you would want to do something. And then if you, as, as you were saying correctly, if you don't do, if you want to do something, if you don't do it at that point, then it you won't do it unless you attach yeah. like a date you want to do it by. I think I've done it many times. I want to do this. I want to do that. But it never happens because, again, yeah. I think that it also comes to your why. Like, why do you want to do it? Um, I think that always like keeps you going yeah. at any point. So I think that's very important. Yeah. I think you had a really strong why to starting yeah. your brand. I think at different stages, your why changes, but you know, you have to keep remembering it. Like, why is it so important for you to keep going? Absolutely. And I, I know I was listening to your guys' first episode where you, uh, Arsalan, where you mentioned like, hey, you know, you had this idea for a podcast for a very long time and you guys just kept putting it off. And like, I mean, it's amazing. You guys, you guys took that first step and now we're like, we're talking and just being able to connect to you guys that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't taken that first step so thank you for taking the first step (laughs) (laughs) i love that thank you okay so now moving on to the best part of our podcast which is our rapid fire round which 
normally doesn't okay. say fire, but we will try. Uh, so you can only answer in a line or using a word. So are you ready, Ibrahim? Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> okay, so the first question is, what is your biggest source of strength that keeps you going each day? Uh, my family, my wife, my brothers, my mom, they keep me going. I love that. I think families are an important part. Exactly. I thought you would say coffee. <laughs> no, it's my family. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask you is that one piece of advice if someone feels stuck or lost in life and doesn't know what to do next? Um, I would say brain dump, make a list of everything that you just brain dump, make a list of everything you have to do and just pick one thing and just go with that. Don't, don't try to overcomplicate it. Just keep it simple. Exactly. I think that really helped because we have so many ideas, so many goals in our head and, you know, we try to do everything at once <laughs> and, and it doesn't work. And, you know, it's very yeah. important to write down whatever you have had you know, and, and act in a structured way. Otherwise, there's so many because our brain is like a complex machine. There's so many things that's going on. It's important yeah. to write it down and address like one by one. Absolutely. OK, so last question, my favorite question actually is what is your favorite accessory from Zudo or something that you wear daily? Um, I would say my Pakistan map necklace and my Bachai mask uh, necklace. So those two are my absolute favorite. Oh, I love that. I really love that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Amazing. Have you been to Pakistan before? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Well, I've gone at least six, six to 10 times. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. I, I love Pakistan. So from Lahore, actually. So, yeah. yeah we're from Karachi. So, you know, the roots are there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. My, my wife is from Karachi too, so I, I'm always like, hey, Lahore is better and everything. <laughs> that doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Don't worry, I think we won't discuss food now. I think we will conclude the podcast. <laughs> so, awesome. so, thank you so much, Ibrahim, for joining us. It's, it's such a big privilege. I hope Zudo continue to inspire and help people with their products. You probably don't realize the impact you have made on them by bringing Zudo into this world, but it's incredible and inspirational. So continue doing that. You have shown us that if you truly aspire to do something with your true passion, you can achieve it. And the universe helps you on the way to your journey. Ibrahim, if our audience wants to connect with you or your brand, where can they find, find you? Um, the best place would I would say would be Instagram. Um, so my personal would be Ibrahim Nadim mm -hmm. and uh, Zudo's is Zudo.co. Um, yeah, and then our website is Zudo.co and then TikTok. And if you if you want to personally get in touch with me, it would just be Ibrahim at Zudo.co. So thank you. This was amazing. I really appreciate it, guys. You guys were like amazing hosts and everything. So thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. you for the compliments and thank you to all of you who are listening we are so grateful and humbled to have you as part of our community who are trying to break past barriers which are holding you back to achieve your goals let's together change lives around us please follow us on our instagram page what's holding you back and give us feedback uh, you can listen to us on various places such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are so excited for our upcoming episode. They are going to be epic. So look forward to having you back, sending you lots of love and gratitude as well as strength for whatever you are going through. Awesome. This was amazing. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it.